Hi, I'm Carmen LaBerge. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Mornings with Carmen LaBerge. Your daily encouragement that God has the world in the hollow of his hand. This is Mornings with Carmen LaBerge on Faith Radio. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Thursday, the 27th of January, 2022. Good morning. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. Uh, If you're just joining us for the very first time, welcome. Today's a little bit different. We're going to do all the things we normally do. We're going to bring the mind of Christ to bear on the headline news of the day. But we are also going to spend time today um, talking about and inviting you to pray and participate in a ministry called One Child. In fact, what we're going to do is introduce you to One Child and invite you to consider becoming their sponsor. We're looking for child champions today. If you go to MyFaithRadio.com or look right there on the Faith Radio app, if that's where you're listening, you'll see information about One Child. So go ahead and click on uh, the Learn More little green dot you see there. And then go ahead and, and click on Sponsor a Child. That will get you to the list of kids They're beautiful pictures um, that I'm looking at right now. So we have a number of friends, including myself, who've already stepped forward to become a child champion. And me. Uh, And And me. Oh, and Paul Perot. (laughs) I did too. And I'm I'm inviting you to become the next person to step forward and become a child champion today. So uh, we're going to bring one child into focus right now. His name is... Amic, he's the very first child you'll see if you um, if you go right now to myfaithradio.com and do what I suggested, which is to click on learn more and then sponsor a child. You'll then see Amic. He is the first child uh, whose face appears there. He's 11 years old. He lives in a part of India that struggles with tuberculosis, child prostitution, and high pollution. And he wants to be a police officer when he grows up. And his most treasured possession is a pack of colored pencils. Will you become Amic's champion today? Call 1-800-864-0200. That's 1-800-864-0200. Or just click right there. Let's get Amic sponsored uh, just here in the first few minutes, and then we can bring one more child into focus. We are partnering with the ministry of One Child. We're going to spend a lot of time today uh, talking with Mitch uh, Hildebrandt in the second half of this first hour, and then we're also going to talk to a One Child child in the second hour. But you know it's Thursday morning, so Ben Johnson is waiting in the wings, and we've got a lot of headline news to cover this morning related to the Supreme Court of the United States. And so While we are talking with Ben, I want you to be praying over, reading about, getting to know, and then choosing a child to champion. You go to MyFaithRadio.com, click on the Learn More, little green button right there. Click on Sponsor a Child. Look at all of the children who are available to be sponsored today. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. We'll be right back. This is my right, 
A man who's not old enough to retire uh, and whose work we appreciate each and every day. Ben Johnson, he's a media reporter for Daily Wire. You can find what he's writing at dailywire.com. Ben, welcome back. Good to be with you as always. Thanks for being here. Justice Stephen Breyer is going to retire. There's a certain poetry to that. Yeah. Well, I, I know I worked on it all morning. <laughs> I love the I love the cadence. I love the sound. I love the the reality of it. Matter of fact, but I, I wish it had come a couple of years earlier. Uh, as as it uh, stands, of course, this this means we're going to have a major showdown as to who succeeds him. Well, and it's my understanding that he has said he's not going to actually retire until his um, successor is um, not only announced but confirmed or something like that. Does that does that sound right to you? Yes, that's that's what he said. He wants to make sure that someone is in the wings waiting to take his seat before he formally turns in his resignation. All right. And so who do we expect uh, President Joe Biden to nominate for for this uh, seat? Well, he said he's going to nominate a black woman. He made that as a promise on February 25th, 2020. Uh, on the debate stage. And by the way, uh, we found out that was the major condition that uh, James Clyburn made for his endorsement of Biden, which was so consequential in the primaries. So I think we can expect that he's going to keep that. Uh, now, the question is, who falls into that category? There are a couple of front runners. One of them is Katanji Brown Jackson, uh, Harvard graduate. Uh, she has uh, she's undoubtedly the front runner. She was on a uh, list of uh, judges, 11 judges, that were sent up as possible Supreme Court nominees by a group called Demand Justice, which is headed by a former staffer for uh, Hillary Clinton. They had a big van out in Washington, D.C. They've been calling on Justice Breyer to retire uh, for the last year. So she's the only one on the list that has been uh, named to a federal court. Uh, a lot of people believe she has the inside track. She was also on a sentencing commission that lowered uh, the sentences for people who were involved in drug trafficking. That's probably what she's best known for. That would be a lightning rod in confirmation. She was confirmed to uh, her seat recently uh, by a 53 to 44 vote. So uh, some people think that that might uh, augur in her favor as well. There's also Leandra Kruger, who is a uh, justice on the California State Supreme Court. She's 45 years old. That definitely works in her favor. And I want to throw a name in here. There, there have been a few others. Cheryl, uh, Sherilyn Eiffel, uh, who is, uh, has much less judicial experience and who has uh, endorsed the defund the police movement. I want to throw another name in that has not been talked about a lot. Uh, Juanita Michelle Childs, uh, better known just as Michelle Childs. She was, she's from the state of South Carolina. Uh, she is closely tied with James Clyburn and, uh, just a couple of days before Christmas, December 23rd, Joe Biden named her to the D.C. Supreme, uh, the D.C. Circuit Court, which is the feeder for the Supreme Court. Uh, Justice Kavanaugh, Chief Justice Roberts, Scalia, Berger, going way back, uh, have all come off of that court. Now she hasn't gone through her confirmation hearings yet, uh, but she's been a judge since 20, uh, since I believe it was 2009. She was named to the court by uh, Barack Obama. One of her first decisions, also was in favor of a gay marriage in the uh, in in South Carolina. Her background is in uh, union law, labor law, and this would allow Joe Biden to take care of basically two Democratic constituencies with one nominee. Uh, she has uh, she is somewhat less uh, of uh, a profile. 
Uh, she has not been uh, vetted quite as uh, thoroughly, perhaps, but uh, she is deeply tied to the labor union movement. She's a black woman, and uh, she's progressive uh, very much uh, as, as Kataji Jackson Brown, uh, Brown Jackson, or uh, Leandra Kruger would be. Whoever takes this seat is going to be very much in the model of Breyer, RBG, uh, someone along the lines of Elena Kagan, Sonia Sotomayor. It's not going to change the makeup of the court, but uh, if you get someone who's even uh, to Breyer's left, then that assures that a lot of bad jurisprudence is going to be written into whatever decisions uh, this nominee, whoever she may be, is going to um, to uh, write up. All right. Now, on um, on the retirement front, Nancy Pelosi is not retiring. She's running for re-election. Uh, she's, <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. this this is terrible of me to say, but at some point, like, you just want to – I mean, I, 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 my eyes are closed. I'm shaking my head from side to side, and I'm just saying, okay, <laughs> it's just, it's time. Like, it's sometime, at some point, it's just time. It's like uh, Pauly said to Rocky and Rocky Balboa, you don't think you've peaked yet? You know, uh, she's she's uh, been Speaker of the House twice at this point. But, uh, you know, she she has had an iron grip on the gavel ever since she got a hold of it. And she desperately wants to hold on to her seat. Uh, and this is this is a way, by the way, of her trying to give a little bit of we can say in the most selfless terms possible. This is a way of her trying to encourage other people not to drop out, which has been a major problem. I think there have been 26 uh, dropouts, uh, people who have retired from Congress uh, and she, she knows right now, uh, by by all effects, short of a political miracle, she is not going to be the speaker, regardless of which party wins. But it's not going to matter. Uh, I think that the fact that uh, Democrats are going to lose in this midterm, uh, barring a political miracle, is actually emboldening to her, because then she doesn't have to go down the path where she was probably going to lose the vote in her own caucus for being uh, the uh, speaker this time out. The, the squad has had uh, a, a great deal of enmity with her for the last couple of years. Uh, she is increasingly unpopular and not seen as as effective as she had been when she was uh, somewhat younger, just uh, in, during her first speakership. So uh, I think that she's, she's going to keep at it uh, as long as she is not embarrassed uh, by a speaker vote. And I think she'll probably retire while Republicans hold control of Congress. So I happen to live in one of those places where um, the Democrats currently have a congressional seat that they are now guaranteed to lose um, through not only redistricting, but the announcement of the retirement uh, of of my member of Congress. And so, um, yeah, the the there's a wave coming and it's in part because of redistricting and it's in part, I think, because of uh, fatigue um, related to the, the failure of uh congressional Democrats to move the needle on some significant things. And, um, you know, and it's one of those off years anyway. All right, Ben, we got to take a break. Uh, while, while we are talking with Ben Johnson, we are also encouraging everyone to go to MyFaithRadio.com or there on your Faith Radio app. Click on the One Child Hope in Hard Places link. You'll see uh, a place that it says there you can sponsor a child. If you click on that, it's not like you're going to automatically sponsor a child. It takes you to the page where you can see all the beautiful faces of all the beautiful children for whom we are seeking sponsors today. Amok is first up on the list. All right. 
I can't believe that in the time I was talking to Ben Johnson, a champion didn't come forward to sponsor Amic, but I'm still looking at a sweet face, which means nobody yet has said, you know what? I, I will be Amic's child champion. He needs a champion. It's $39 a month. He lives in India. He's 11 years old. His birthday is on uh, the 9th of March. Maybe, um, maybe that's your birthday, or maybe that's the birthday of a grandchild. Would you like to get to know him? You just go to MyFaithRadio.com, um, click on the little green tab there, and then eventually after you've clicked on Sponsor a Child and you're seeing the list of kids, you can click on the Get to Know Me tab, and you can read all about um, what as Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Hallelujahs going forward. Amic has a champion. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. So next up on the list, Mohit Pandit. Mohit Pandit is also 11 and lives in India. His birthday is the 26th of, of February, and he needs a champion. Could it be you? Could you make the difference in the life of one child? You're listening to Mornings with Carmen, and we'll be right back. All right, Mohit Pandit is 11 years old. Uh, he lives in India. He aspires to become a police officer when he's grown. He spends uh, time uh, with his child with uh, at the at his project, which is at the Carmel Hope Center. He enjoys the welcoming environment there, um, and. Um, Let's see. Until he is ready to pursue his future goals, this calm, shy boy is quick to help with chores, such as bringing groceries from the nearby shop when his mother asks. For fun, he is often seen playing cricket with friends. All right, so let me just say, if you want to become Mohit's child champion, you might have to learn the rules of cricket. There you go. Or you could ask him about them. Like, how do you play cricket? Because my guess is you don't know because I don't know either. All right. So that's what we're doing um, today. We are partnering with the Ministry of One Child and we are raising up child champions. And so I'm inviting you to do that right now. It's $39 a month to become a child champion. You can either call 1-800-864-0200 or simply go to MyFaithRadio.com and Follow the process, the the links, right? Go through, click through until you find a child that, you know, I don't know, speaks to your heart, looks into your soul, that you say, you know what, I, I that's my kid and I, and I know it for one reason or another. All right, we're talking with Ben Johnson. He's a media reporter from Daily Wire. Um, let's, uh, let's visit about this Sarah Palin versus the New York Times libel lawsuit uh, underway. What's going on here? Well, this goes back to a, a an editorial in 2017 that was published in the New York Times. And uh, it actually goes back to an event that happened, a very tragic event, which was the uh, shooting of Gabby Giffords, congresswoman in Arizona. Uh, she was shot by a, a deranged, mentally ill man, uh, Jared Loeffner. And uh, when that happened, a lot of people, particularly on the left, pointed to a map that Sarah Palin put out that had anchor spots uh, on different areas around the country of congressional seats that she wanted to change. One of those happened to belong to Gabby Giffords. It was basically every Democrat in the country, but uh, particularly Gabby Giffords uh, was was one of the people there. They said these were not anchor spots. These were targets uh, like you would look at through a scope. And so they they tried to pin that essentially on her. 
Uh, you know, it's a common map feature. It was stretching beyond uh, what would the facts would, uh, in fact, support. But the New York Times wrote about this in an editorial and linked the two as though they were actually uh, related in some way. Uh, she she sued the New York Times. Now it's incredibly difficult to prevail against uh, any kind of um, any kind of media publication if you're a public figure, which she certainly is and has been for a long time. Under the law, not only do you have to prove that what is written is factually wrong, if you are a public figure, someone who is well-known, a politician, you also have to prove malice aforethought, that they knew that it was wrong and they published it with reckless abandon to the facts. They, they simply didn't care about the facts and uh, they should have known that it was wrong and known that it was going to damage you. So that's more or less the, the standard she has to uh, eclipse. Uh, and the trial is going forward. Uh, there's a chance that she's going to prevail. I'm reading a lot of very nervous editorials in other uh, mainline publications, Washington Post and others, are very concerned that uh, she's going to prevail in this lawsuit because the New York Times really did act recklessly in publishing this editorial. Now, uh, the trial has been postponed because she tested positive for covid but if she prevails here, this would be a major step forward for truth and for holding publications accountable when they overstep their bounds. So on that note that she tested positive for COVID, um, I was shocked. I, it's hard to shock me anymore, Ben, by the way. <clears throat> but I was I was shocked when I uh, um, when I read the transcript from the judge when he announced that you know, that the, the, the trial was going to be delayed um, because Sarah Palin had tested positive for COVID. He, if he had just said that, I would not have been shocked. I was shocked that he chose to include, um, and of course, she's unvaccinated. Yes. Um, uh, I, I just, totally I, is this, well, not only unnecessary, but grossly inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels yes. like there's a there's a bias against that. That sounds like a the judge is. I don't know. I don't know. Is it prejudicial? I mean, he's 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 mm -hmm. it, it. He sounds biased, and I don't like that. Yeah, no, it it, it does sound that uh, he has an animus towards Sarah Palin uh, and uh, perhaps her politics or or others who uh, share what he perceives to be her politics, and in that case. Uh, it, this is certainly something that could uh, rebound against him if he rules against her. Uh, that that's something that could be brought up on appeal and probably will be. Hmm. All right, we got a couple of minutes left, Ben. Um, do you want to talk about uh, a flag in Boston, or you want to talk about parents um, in schools? Uh, well, either one. Um, uh, frankly, <laughs> uh, our, why don't we go? With our the, list is yeah. very long. It, it, it is, and, and, and uh, we'd always go to Finland, too, but uh, uh, parents in school sounds good. All right, so we got parents um, on both coasts. Um, in one case, we have um, an issue in Florida where a judge um, ruled that a teenager would be denied, um, denied an abortion. She wanted to have an abortion without parental consent, um, and, and the judge ruled against her. Because she lied. Now, the headline says he, he ruled against her because, you know, her GPA wasn't high enough. That's actually not what was going on there. But um, um, parental consent or parental, uh, you know, being informed um, uh, related to abortion, I, I think people are still surprised that 
you know, our kids can't do a lot of other things without our permission, but they can go get a medical procedure that results in the death of another person. Yes, and do so, uh, as you said, not merely without parental consent, but even in many places without parental notification. So they don't even know this is part of her medical history. Uh, should it come up in any other context uh, that they would have to answer for a medical history, they wouldn't be able to supply that piece of information, uh, which could be relevant to a lot of other factors going forward uh, to her reproductive health, particularly if the abortion was botched, as far too many are. So uh, that's that's highly concerning. And as you mentioned, the only reason she wasn't able to go forward was because she had lied about the underlying circumstances. Had she told the truth, then she, she would have been able to have the abortion, uh, even as young as she was, without any uh, parental input whatsoever. And then, as you mentioned, on, on uh, the other coast in Oregon, uh, there is an elementary school for fourth and fifth graders. They're starting up a um, an alliance, a, a gay alliance. I, I won't use the terminology that they use. Uh, and if we're talking to adults and they're talking to fourth and fifth graders, that's a statement in itself. But at Raleigh Hills Elementary School in Beaverton, uh, they're starting up a uh, an LGBTQ plus uh, group for uh, You're so kind. students. You're so kind. It's called the Queer and Sexuality Alliance. That is the name of the club for fourth and fifth graders. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. You're, you're yeah, nicer than yeah, me. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. well, that's, uh, you know, it makes me a little bit squeamish even to, to say it. So. Uh, to to uh, voice that on fourth and fifth graders is uh, harmful enough, but they are doing so without any kind of parental involvement. Uh, parents don't have to consent for children nine, ten years old to uh, go to this group. They don't have to consent uh, for them to take part in whatever activities or uh, propaganda, frankly, that's going to be fed to them. Now, Look, uh, I I understand people have said uh, at various times, you know, I knew that I was gay when I was very young or I was having same-sex attraction when I was very young. No one should be involved in talking about the sexual proclivities of nine-year-olds, much less the state. Uh, They have absolutely no part. It advances no state interest. The only thing that this can do is confirm someone uh, in a, a choice to act sexually uh, when they are very young. And uh, we have no, uh, there's obviously, that's extraordinarily harmful. There is no state interest in doing so. And uh, clubs like this undermine parental rights. When people see the exodus of children from the public schools into private schools, online charter schools, this is one of the major factors that should play into it because the schools have been undermining parental authority in the most intimate settings for the longest time. Um, if you guys want to check out what is going on, there are uh, these QSA clubs in schools around the country. They are pro- prolific at high school and middle schools, um, and they are now being offered in elementary schools as well. So that uh, that's something you might want to check out in your own local community. All right, Ben Johnson, thank you. We have uh, more than run out of time. Thank you, sir, so much. We always love visiting with you. You guys can find Ben at dailywire.com. Let's get these uh, champion. Let's get kid, let's get one child championed right now. So, go to myfaithradio.com, become a one child champion. We are partnering with one child to get kids sponsored today around the world and right now in focus we've got mohit mohit is 11 years old he's a boy from india his birthday is the 26th of february can we get uh, a champion for mohit right now 39 dollars a month
Just go to MyFaithRadio.com or right there on your Faith Radio app and sponsor Mohit right now. We'll be right back. I can only imagine when that day comes and I find myself. All right, I love you guys. There are sponsors coming forward, um, joining with us, and one child to find child champions for kids around the world. And I'm, I'm looking at the list of those of you who have already joined this morning, and I, I have little tears in my eyes. I see I now have a one-child grandchild in Bangladesh, um, one, of, one of my girls uh, here in Tennessee, um, uh, the next generation of LaBerges. She has stepped forward, and, uh, and she is sponsoring... Anana Gain, who is a 10-year-old in Bangladesh. So I now have a one-child um, who lives in the Dominican Republic, and I have a one-child grandchild now who lives in Bangladesh. Would you be our next child champion to step forward? We are partnering with One Child. There are precious children around the world for whom we are um, seeking to identify child champions today. So thank you to Kevin and Beth and Bonita, David, Mary, Catherine, Megan, Debbie, Andrea. Um, each and each one has stepped forward um, to partner with us in this already. And I'm asking you to be the next person. Will you partner with us and one child to find a child champion, to be a child champion right now for one child? You and I can't change the life of every child in the world, but we can change the life of one child. And when we change the life of one child, we change the world. Um, and so join us in that. We're going to actually have Mitch Hildebrandt with us in just a moment. He is the uh, Strategic Initiatives Director for One Child. Um, but while we are um, you know, going through this news break, uh, would you visit the website or click right there on the Faith Radio app? Sponsor a child. Get to know a child. Find one that you know, speaks to your heart and become a child champion with me today. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. We'll be right back. No matter how much we want to believe it, we aren't perfect. Dad, you're not Superman. Mom, you're not Wonder Woman. Are you ready to admit your weakness? Hi, I'm Mark Gregston with Parenting Today's Teens. Your teens already know you're not perfect. But when you're finally up front about your faults, you'll actually begin to build your relationship. Your son and daughter are daily surrounded by voices that tell them they don't measure up. And when you get on his or her level and admit your own imperfection, you're doing two things. First, you're helping your teen feel comfortable in his own skin. And second, you're teaching him to have a confident but realistic assessment of himself. Being imperfect is okay, and it doesn't hurt to admit it. Parenting teens isn't for the faint of heart. Want more help from Mark Gregston? Check out his latest resources online at parentingtodaysteens.org. We are the champions, uh, and we are inviting you to become a champion for One Child today. Joining me from the organization One Child is Mitch Hildebrandt. Mitch, welcome to Mornings with Carmen. Thanks so much, Carmen. It's so great to be with you and so great to get to talk about a cause that's so near and dear to my heart. And I know Paul, he's been anxious to tell stories again about Honduras <laughs> and his trip down there. Yeah, We've been pretty excited here in the studio for sure. 
All right. Well, why don't, um, since the two of you, you know, are eyeball to eyeball, why don't the two of you have a little bit of a conversation about not only Paul's experience, but um, but you bring the passion that you have as well uh, for this. And let's see if we can't get one child championed right now. We are joining with one child and you can visit uh, myfaithradio.com and click through to see uh, the, the children who for whom we are looking for sponsors right now. And so I am clicking on that and refreshing my list. All right, so I can't explain this, but Amik is available. Um, mm. He is back, and so um, I don't know what happened in, in terms of the person who um, initially was going to become his champion, but that has apparently not happened. So um, now my, my heart is really beating that Amik mm. would find a child champion to come forward. So he's 11 years old. He lives in India. His birthday is on the 9th of March. Um, why don't you click through and get to know him right now and become his child champion. Mitch and Paul, why don't you guys uh, talk amongst yourselves for a moment? <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, I, what yeah. I love about Amik is he wants to serve as a police officer when he grows up. 11 years old, already has dreams of being a police officer. So somebody made an impact in this little boy's life. And, it, and his, his biography goes on to say, and to be a good person to his neighbors. So more than likely, he's experienced somebody not being good to their mm. neighbors. And I love that. Good that an 11-year-old has the desire to serve his neighbor and love his neighbor. I read that in a great book once that we're supposed to love our neighbors. Hmm. And I think that, uh, that familiar, may, yeah. maybe Amik has been hearing that same message. You can give us a call as well, 800-864-0200, about a two-minute phone call, and we can get you matched up with Amik. Just identify which station you're calling from, uh, My Faith with uh, with My Faith Radio, and they will match you up with Amik. There, we've got a couple great ladies standing by. Tammy and Debbie are on the phone ready for your call right now, 800-864-0200. Paul, you and a crew from yeah. from the media network here got to go down to Honduras. Yes, went down in early November. It was nice getting to a warmer place, to be honest. <laughs> um, but it, it wasn't, shall we say it wasn't a uh, vacation trip? For sure. No, it wasn't. I, as I was telling, talking with Susie uh, a little while ago, Susie Larson yesterday, I said, you know, it's interesting flying into, flying into, uh, into Honduras. Go ahead, say the city. In, say it. Tegucigalpa. There you go. Tegucigalpa. Tegu. Tegu. How do you goose a galpa? What do you? How do you do that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, flying in. I mean, you're you're seeing the shoreline. It's beautiful. You see the mountains. It's beautiful. The terrace farming. Beautiful. And then you start seeing more and more of the city and mm. and the and the slums and the. It it just was something wasn't right. Yeah. Something was so broken. You could feel it right there. Mm. And when we were touring the different places, driving between the different hope centers we visited, again, you, you saw beautiful stuff, mm. but you also saw a lot of broken stuff. Yeah. And, and as you're driving by, you're looking at the people there, and some are in pretty good shape, but you, you could see in their eyes. Yeah. I'm one of those... I. I because I uh, did work for a long time uh, as a, as a, at a retail store... I had to learn, look the customers in the eye, let them know they're welcome. And you can read a lot. And mm. I could read a lot. And it wasn't a, a good read until I got to some of these hope centers and seeing the joy in the leaders' hearts, the the child champions there, and the kids that were being impacted. It's like night and day going on here. 
night and day, mm-hmm. something's happening in these hope centers. It's true, you know, and that's really a, a, a clear definition of a physical picture of a spiritual truth. Mm-hmm. And that, that defines the human, the human state. It defines everything we see around us. And that's not just Honduras, but that's all around the mm-hmm. world. And you see that. And we call them hope centers deliberately because we want those kids to, to not just have hope, but to lean into that hope. And, and I don't know about you, but when I was young, Joni Smith was my Sunday school teacher when okay. I was like age five to, well, we had an old Lutheran church and so she was my Sunday school teacher for a number of years because there weren't a lot of kids. But, but Joni was my champion, right? She caused me to pray. She, she helped me to, to, to just really believe in myself and what, I, what God might have for me one day. And I believe that every child needs a champion. And today, you get to be one. I've traveled into, into Tegucigalpa a number of times, and I remember it, it is, I believe, in the top five hardest airports to land at. Ah, uh, yes. Because you, <laughs> you bank so hard around the rim yep. of, the, of the mountain range that you literally look out your window and you're seeing shanties and shacks on mm-hmm. the top the top sides of the, the, the hills and the mountains until you use every inch of that runway and turn abruptly at the end. Everybody probably applauded by the time you finished your landing in the Yeah, in the we were white-knuckling it. Yeah. You know, really yeah. <laughs> but it, so, it's, yes. And it's a beautiful thing. It, it's interesting... Uh, I don't want to take a, too far of a, of, a, of a spin on this, but every day when I was there at around 1.30, there was a, 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 a big plane that would come overhead, mm-hmm. and the locals would just stop and point at it. And I'm like, what's the big deal? It's just another plane. They said, no, that's the plane that brings Hondurans back from America. You see, because so many, and we've seen this in the news throughout mm-hmm. the last several years, so many people from Latin America come to our border hoping for a better life. Right. I really believe a generation from now that problem can be eradicated. It's not an overnight fix. We all know that. A generation from now, that can be avoided. And it's through child sponsorship. 800-864-0200 is the number. It's 800-864-0200. And we are still looking for a sponsor for Amic right now. Yes, again, 800-864-0200 or go to MyFaithRadio.com. You can just click on Support One Child, that link there, and that'll get you to the page where you can see Amic as well as so many other young children. Look into their eyes and get to know these kids. Read their stories and become a sponsor of one of them this morning. Now, you probably should take a break, right, Carmen? Yeah, that's a good idea. And then when we come back, we're going to celebrate some of um, uh, some of the folks who have stepped forward to become champions. Um, we want to we want to acknowledge that and celebrate that. But would you be the next person to champion a child today? Eight hundred. All right, somebody else fill in the blanks for me. Eight, eight six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight hundred eight six four zero two hundred or myfaithradio.com or also on the Faith Radio app. <laughs> All right, welcome back. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LaBerge. Uh, with us today, we have Mitch Hildebrandt from One Child, also uh, Paul Perot on a mic today as well, instead of behind the scenes, because Paul has firsthand experience with One Child. He traveled to Honduras to visit with uh, the children there who participate in the Hope Centers um, sponsored by One Child. And so they're talking about their firsthand experiences, and we are looking for child champions. You can join us by calling 1-800-864-0200. Erasmus is the young woman uh, for whom I am now a child champion. She lives in the Dominican Republic. She's 16 years old. She wants to be a teacher. 
And I now have a one-child grandchild because Beth, who is my daughter-in-law, stepped forward this morning just a few minutes ago. Um, and became the child champion for Anana. Anana is 10 and wants to be a nurse. And I thought to myself, well, I know why uh, Beth felt compelled to be Anana's child champion, because Beth is a nurse. Uh, uh, Carmen, so, Carmen yeah. if if Beth is the, the, the champion, are you the grand champion? <gasps> it's true. I'm just asking. It's I true. drew that out of it. I just, you know. I am now the grand champion. <laughs> so now, do you feel, Paul, do you feel, did you feel like I needed, I needed, so, I, I felt like being a one, one child grand, uh, yeah. The trophy's Having on its one... way. And then trophy's uh, yeah, on exactly. its way. There you go. Exactly. I love that. That's great. All right. So would you be our next child champion? $39 a month, just a little more than a dollar a day. I mean, I think there are times we think to ourselves, gosh, I just, you know, the world, there's just so much in the world that's mm-hmm. broken. And mm-hmm. I just, there's, I can, there's nothing I can do. No, there is something you can do. You can change the life of one child. And when you change the life of one child, you change the life of one family. And in one family, one community. And through one community, I mean, eventually you change the world. This is how it happens. And so would you join us? one 800 864 or go online to MyFaithRadio.com or right there on your Faith Radio app. You can see the kids for whom we are seeking sponsors today. Paul, you want to um, celebrate Leah, who has yes. come forward as a child mm-hmm. champion? Leah from uh, uh, from St. Anthony Village in Minnesota in the Twin Cities is now the child champion of Sabatu, a uh, young lady in Ethiopia. Awesome. Girl. Fantastic. So thank you so much. Yes. We're celebrating all of that this morning. Yes. So. We've got Kevin, Kevin and Blaine, who has stepped forward as well mm-hmm. um, to, oh, I love this, to sponsor Pinky Tea. Pinky Tea. <laughs> Pinky Thea. Uh, Pinky Thea. Yeah. I, I think, I bet you, I bet you Pinky Thea's pet name, like, you know, friend name is Pinky Tea. I bet you're anyway, right. Probably. Uh, an eight-year-old girl in the Philippines. So mm. thank you so much, Kevin, um, for doing that. I happen to know that... Um, that Kevin also uh, sponsors uh, a whole community of children in in um, in an African nation as well. So that's a he that's does. a heart really beating for children, and we really appreciate that's beautiful. that. Beautiful. Big thanks to Tiffany as well from Verdon, Oklahoma, uh, sponsoring a little Kenyan girl this morning named Charlotte. And that one caught my attention because my wife's name is Charlotte, just spelled oh, differently. Uh, but so thank you for that, Tiffany, as well, and thank you for all of those that have been sponsoring. We've got a number of sponsors, and I'm betting that our phone has uh, at least one person on it at 800-864-0200. Still looking for a sponsor for Amic, that little Indian boy, uh, age 11, and a birthday of March 9th coming up. Wouldn't it be a great birthday gift? Yeah. By the time we get notification to him that he has a sponsor, it's a couple weeks out, he's going to get a birthday gift of somebody saying, hey, guess what? We've connected you to a sponsor in the States. Would you write your first letter to them, thank them, and start to get to know them and start that journey together. And as we on this side get to learn about his culture and about his family, what he prays for, how we can pray for him, mm-hmm. and, and then you're going to hear most likely from him that he's praying for you. Because my gut is today he's praying for whoever his sponsor is going to be. Because that's what these kids do. They go to the Hope Center, they get some educational support, they get meals, and they get to grow in the ways of the Lord. And in so doing, they get to start praying 
for you as you're listening. 800-864-0200 or online, myfaithradio.com. I'm looking forward to getting my first letter from Malin, who's in Honduras. Shortly after I return, my wife Jessica and I, we we wanted to sponsor a child. We wanted Mm. to sponsor a girl because she has two boys. Most of my kids are boys. And it's like, um... We need a little less testosterone in our lives, maybe a little more estrogen. So we sponsored Marilyn Perez-Martinez in Honduras. And, uh, of course, I was kind of late in sending my first letter, but looking forward to that relationship. And we had uh, Scott Todd on a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago here on The Morning Show, and he was talking about how transformative being a child sponsor was for him and his family Mm -hmm. because all of a sudden you're, you're... you're getting outside yourself. You're getting outside of what you know mm-hmm. and interacting with somebody in a different setting and just sharing that you're praying. And it, it, again, and even had a chance to meet some of the kids that they yeah. sponsored uh, in the in the years gone by. And it really changed their worldview. It really changed their view of the gospel and God's kingdom. I'm looking forward to that. Look, and, it, and it's for- such a simple thing. It's $39 a month for as yeah. long as you're able. And 39 bucks. I mean, I, if I go out to eat, my wife and I... It's 39 bucks. Make the call, won't you? 800-864-0200. That's 800-864-0200 right now. Yeah. Carmen, I think we need to take a quick last break before we come back and uh, finish the show, or this hour anyway. Sounds like a perfect plan. 1-800-864-0200. All right, this is your moment, your moment to change the life for one child. Would you sponsor a child through the ministry of One Child today? Faith Radio is partnering with One Child to find sponsors for a particular group of kids. Like their pictures are on our website right now and their stories. So if you go to MyFaithRadio.com or right there on the Faith Radio app, if you're listening uh, in uh, on that in that particular way, you can just click through. Every time you see a, a dark green tab or a dark green dot or ribbon, that's the opportunity right there to just click through. And eventually you will see these precious children. Amik is still first on the list. He is an 11-year-old boy from India. Um, And he wants to be a police officer. His birthday is the 9th of March. Um, Maybe one of those uh, facts about him resonates with you. Um, Such a sweet, sweet boy. And we are specifically looking for a child champion for Amik today. Would that be you? Could that be you? Is that you? Either call 800-864-0200 or visit MyFaithRadio.com. Or if you are on the Faith Radio app, there's a way to click through right there as well. We got another hour of Mornings with Thanks Carmen. Thanks for listening Up to this next. podcast of Mornings with Carmen LaBerge from Faith Radio. If you haven't, you can subscribe to automatically receive the podcast through iTunes or the Google Play Music app. That way you never miss an episode. It's also available anytime at myfaithradio.com.